basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. Ooh, baby. Yo, yo, welcome to In the Back of the Class NBA podcast, episode number 13. I hope you people can hear me right now. I just noticed my microphone's all the way over there. Uh, <laughs> can you hear me easy? Yeah, man, what's happening? What's going on, brother? We want to welcome everybody to uh, the second live streaming of In the Back of the Class. This is episode 13. Episode 13. What's up? That's EP, awesome. EP13. EP13, baby. Happy Dr. King's Day, too. Dr. Martin Luther King Day, we're recording on. This is a huge day. Awesome day. Awesome day. Other than this awesome day, Easy, uh, how was uh, how's your day and your week been, man, since last it's, episode? It's been all right, man. Uh, same thing. Same thing. Slow motion, man. Pouring drinks and taking people live from 2K, you know. I want hey. that smoke with anybody. How's the week, bro? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Y'all better go see him on the Xbox. If you're on the Xbox, check him out, OG Freckles. Uh, my week, man, has been awesome. Uh, let's see. No, actually, it's been a crazy week. Let me tell the truth. It's been a crazy week. Um, so uh, we had a we had a, a crazy – we were supposed to get a snowstorm on Saturday. Didn't get it. It actually came during my uh, YMCA basketball game. Get out the game, spin out, wreck my wife's car. Uh, I'm okay. Everything's Ooh. cool there. Um, but now I have to fix her car. But good news. The Rams are in the Super Bowl. So apparently all of us in St. Louis are adopting them again. So it's cool really? to be around. Uh, yeah, why not, man? We need, news, right? we need good news, man. Look, like, here, brother. It's just St. Louis. They left Rams, us, man. man. They left us, man. I can't root for the Rams, bro. Crocky left us. Well, you know what? I'm gonna be honest, and it really, uh, to be honest, because it was really the city of St. Louis' fault that the Rams are not Ooh, there. Hot take, St. Louis. Get hot mad. take. Get so Get I shouldn't be mad at the Rams. I should be mad at the city of St. Louis. Oh damn! We will have to talk about that one day. Yeah. Uh, easy, man. We got a great yeah. show though. Yeah, you man. Ready, you ready to break the news, bro? Yeah, man. So apparently, this just popped up on my phone not too long ago that the Rockets have reportedly traded Carmelo Anthony to the Chicago Bulls. What? For, for cash. And for probably cash. for cash, they probably meant peanuts. But, <laughs> nah, nah, but yeah, the Bulls, uh, no, 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 no. The Rockets had traded Carmelo Anthony to the Bulls for cash. Uh, and reportedly what they're saying is, is that the Bulls are not even going to play him. They are going to release him. Oh, wow. It's a business yeah. transaction. Hmm. Yeah. So, hey, love, what do you think is the best move for Melo now that he is once again a free agent? Once again a free agent. Uh, <clears throat> so, first of all, are we surprised that uh, a deal with Melo, knowing, you know, Melo's background a little bit, you know, Melo comes off as a hoodie Melo, is Melo popped back up in the news involving a cash deal, you know, straight cash. Melo, that's what he's about, baby. That's why he uh, went to the Knicks when it's probably the worst basketball move for him at the time. Uh, his career could possibly be over. If it's over, nobody wants him. Uh, maybe it might be ending. And if it is, it's ending on a cash deal. 
irony. But uh, <laughs> if I was mellow, man, see if you get on the Warriors, bro. I don't know. You know what I mean? See if you get on the Warriors. I, I mean, play for the ring. Try to get a ring at least. Don't Other go than that, like what else can he do? What, what do you think, man? What do you think he should do? I always say this, mellow. Go to a bottom feeding team. Uh, hope, see if you can play with the Bulls or the Cavaliers and pad your stats, bro. That's it. Pad uh, your stats. Go ask one of the greatest players to never win a ring because ooh. who remembers Tracy McGrady on them San Antonio Spurs? Oh, wow. Yeah, I totally forgot to who you just said that. Who remember Gary Payton on them Heat? I do remember the glove on the Heat, baby. He won a championship with them. Oh, no, he, he didn't do anything. Them. Did he win a championship with them? Was it? Yeah. It was with yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not with LeBron in there. It was with Dwayne Wade. No, no. Yeah, it was Wade and uh, Shaq. Yeah, it was yeah, Wade. Yeah. Now. Who remembers? See, we're sitting up here debating it. Yeah, so exactly. My thing yeah, is, right. we sit up here and we talk about the greats. You know, we talk about Barkley, Reggie, Ewing. Be one of those players. That's George mm-hmm. Gervin. Be yeah, one of those players, man. Go out as one of the greatest players to never win a ring. That's my suggestion to Melo. Patch your stats, man. Easy. Here goes a question. Who is the greatest player never to win a ring, in your opinion? Oh. That's a good one. Uh, huh. That is should a very that, good one. Should that be another show topic? All time, I'm going to say Barkley, but I'm going to look into it. Who do you think? I mean, like, that's the first dude that comes to mind for yeah. me, too, is Barkley. But that we might have to look into that. Um, y'all be on the lookout uh, next episode or future episodes. We're going to dive into that question. Who is yeah. the greatest player never to win a reign? Go ahead and move on to the uh, the, the next news, man. So, uh, <clears throat> easy early this week, which you probably heard, uh, mm-hmm. Kyrie came out and basically said that he put in a call to LeBron uh, essentially to apologize because he wasn't, you know, he basically leadership. He didn't know uh, the whole thing about leadership went on about leadership, how he respects LeBron about being a leader, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he didn't recognize it back then or whatever. Um, easy. My question to you, man, is well, two questions, really. Uh, one, what do you think about it? Because I'm really interested in it. And two, uh, does this in any way change your perception on how the Kyrie and LeBron James relationship ended? Uh, what do I think about it? I think Kyrie, you're sounding like a punk right now. <laughs> it's gotten a little, it's gotten a little rough, and now you're having problems being a leader to these young players who made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, who was a game away from making it to the finals without you. So yes, Ooh, you come back yes. and you kind of shake things up, and now it seems like you're placing the blame on them. And I have yeah. a problem with it that. He's bringing it into the media instead of speaking it to them. I, to me, that's a soft move right there. And from what I've been hearing about Kyrie is that he's kind of a weirdo. And what? This doesn't surprise me, but uh, you know, that's right. He did say he did say the uh, he thought the world was flat. Right? He's a flat. He's a yeah. A he's a flat. flat he's a flat Earth, a flat <laughs> earth guy. Like okay, but. Uh, and what do uh, and what was the second question again? What do I think? Um, so yeah, does this change your perception, or does it affect your perception of LeBron? Let me ask that in any way with him coming out and apologizing like that. No, because I I've never said I've never said LeBron was a bad person. I never said LeBron was a bad leader. 
Um, uh, my thing, it, but it does kind of make it seem like well, Kyrie was being hard headed. He was kind of mm-hmm. the stubborn person in that whole yeah. situation. And so him letting it be known that he had to call and apologize. I mean, that made me. That reminded me of when I had to call and apologize to my pops for being so oh. hard headed with him. But, oh, can we hear that story? Can we can the people hear that tale? Or is that uh not shareable? <laughs> nah, it's, I mean it's kind of like that talk everybody had with their parents, like when their parents are hard on you or whatever. Because uh, when I was 18, I went to go live with my pops in Georgia, in South Georgia, where it's nothing but gnats and hot <laughs> sun. And shout out Georgia, South Georgia. South Bacon, <laughs> Bacon, Georgia. Uh yeah, my, my pops was hard on me, like. Uh, I used to work at the dollar store right around the corner. I would walk to it. And I remember one time my pops even driving past me to to prove a point, <laughs> like, man up and get a car, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so like something my pops would do. The Colonel, yeah. shout out to Colonel. Yeah, shout out to the Colonel. You know, my pops, you know, he was kind of like uh, Trey's dad and Boys in the Hood. You know, so and that's that's kind of that's how that's how Kyrie is sounding to me right now. Oh yeah, man. You know, now that you mentioned it, man, that that man Kyrie is a weird dude, man. Um, I'm telling you, easy that him with the Celtics, I don't see it lasting past this year, man. Right. Um, but what when I first heard that though, I got scared to tell the truth, and the reason why. Because all the way back on episode two, episode two, we got a voicemail from, um, well, my wife sent it, but I'm going to try to play it here and hopefully you guys could uh, can hear it. I love your podcast. You heard it here first. Kyrie to Lakers 2019. Oh. She said Kyrie to the Lakers. At which point, at the time when she said that, I laughed it off. <laughs> I said, you don't even watch basketball. And then I heard that. Then I got worried. It's like, who are you talking to? Can't <laughs> you know that? I don't know, man. So she it talking. is what it is. She might be right. You know, she if she's right, if she's right. I, if she's right, I don't know. I think I made some crazy bet with her, but uh Whatever it may be, um, I'm going to either be paying a lot of cash for or uh, y'all might not see me for a while. And, you know, Kyrie hasn't been right since he lost his girl to uh, Party Next Ooh, Door. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. And I was just checking out a Party Next Door song today. That's funny. But, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, man. He hasn't, been, might... he hasn't been right since then. That was it. That was it. Because that was the Flat Earth Theory came out after that, right? After that, yeah. Wow, what do you think Coach K thinks about Kyrie? Like now, I think you know what I mean. Uh, Ky- Coach K is probably thinking, "Well, he never played for me anyway, so he won the ball." Even though it's hurt, yeah. <laughs> Coach K is probably rebuking him right now. You know, yeah, man. Uh, good luck, Kyrie, and I uh, hope you don't go to the Lakers. Uh, it'd be cool to see you with the Lakers because Lakers can use some help. You know, but uh, I just don't want my wife to be that that right. Um, <laughs> you can't tell her nothing. I hope she ain't watching this right now. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. What we got next, Easy? 
What we got next? Uh, it's been talks as who is the best player in the league, and a lot of people have been saying Kawhi. Hey, love, do you think Kawhi is the best player in the league or has the case to be the best player in the league? Uh, so it is well known by now that I'm a huge LeBron James fan, and um, I've been dreading this day for a long time, but I knew it was inevitable. Last year, one of my good friends asked me, how come Kawhi Leonard isn't better than LeBron? And at the time, I really couldn't make a good argument. And now, I can't make the argument at all. To me, Kawhi is the best player in the league today, brother. Kawhi Leonard. I got to give it to Kawhi Leonard, man. I watched the play the other night. Um... I think they end up losing the game, but just watching uh, the way he's his ability to <coughs> score on the offensive end and that defense, man, that defense is sick. So everybody take record this, which we are uh, listening on any of your, uh, your platforms. You get podcasts. You can replay this. Oh, and also our YouTube channel. But I am about to say that today, <coughs> January 21st, 2019, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the league. Easy. What do you think, man? You think it's Kawhi? I think – I don't think it's Kawhi. I think it's my boy KD. Because you know, remember the last game in Toronto, is not in Golden State? KD was giving him buckets. Oh, uh, yeah. KD is an unstoppable force. He can't be guarded by anybody. Uh-huh. And <clears> – my bad. He's, he can't be guarded by anybody, and he is a great defender, which often gets overlooked. I think great, great defender. Yeah, great defender. Uh, how about okay? How about this? Let's let's call it truth. Let's say good defender. I say good defender. Yeah, he's okay, underrated defender. defender. Underrated defender. Underrated defender. That. I like underrated. that better. Yeah, underrated yeah. defender. Uh, so is Steph Curry. But I think what, what KD gets overlooked <laughs> is. <laughs> no, easy. Get out of here, brother. Steph Curry I is not. I you said that. <laughs> you know what you thought. We got to... Okay. All right. All right. We're going to talk about that one day. What are we but, doing? Uh, I think what. What are we doing? I think what gets overlooked with KD is the fact that he is with the Monstars and Golden State. Uh, he went to death row, and I think that gets overlooked um, over his overall skill and talent. Yeah. But, I mean, Kawhi does have a case. You know, they're the sixth best offense in the league, ninth uh, best defense, or the second best in the East. Yeah. Um, and it looked like they're going to be a top one or two seed. And the whole oh, yeah, thing definitely. last definitely. year with the with the Raptors was, even though they had the best record, it's like we didn't believe them. They didn't have those killers, man. DeRosa is not a killer, man. And Lowry isn't a killer, really. Yeah, so with Kawhi, they look like killers. Yes, And it looks yes. like they're going to make some noise. And it looks like they can possibly win the East. So Yeah. And, and you know what, man? I think uh, early on in the season, uh, one of our episodes, we had a conversation on who is the best player in the league. And I think uh, my, like, 1B or at least, you know, at least number two was Kevin Durant. I think what kind of hurt Kevin Durant for me was when uh, Steph went down this year and their inability to win. Now, I don't know if that had a lot to do with, you know, hangover from a long season last year or the chemistry issues that were going on. But um, I just felt like 
it showed to me Steph's value to that team and how it seemed to be a little bit more impactful than Durant's value on that team. So, well, I don't know. I think we talked about it before. Golden State is Steph Curry. That team yes, is made yeah, around yeah. Steph Curry. Like, true, true. You know, it's just, it's go. Steph Curry made. It's a perfect yeah. scenario for Steph Curry. So I think when Steph Curry leaves, I think is everything just falls apart. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like I think, and that's what I'm hoping for KD. What he chooses to do this offseason, go to a team that is tailor made for KD and what KD mm-hmm. does best. So I mean, I still think KD is a complimentary piece to Steph Curry in Golden State. You know. But still Steph Curry's team. So that's my that's what I can't really right now today you can't really argue with that. Um definitely. Let me ask you this, man. Um you know what we didn't talk about speaking of Steph and the Warriors? This was the week that Demarcus Cousins that is true. Debuted, and we did not mention it. It was not on the agenda. Perhaps uh, we'll give him another week under his belt to get acclimated to the team, and maybe we'll take a look at that and see. You know, is this fit with him in this team? Is it make does it make them the powerhouse we thought it would, or did it uh, did it not meet our expectations? So that's, that's a, the, uh, that last affinity stone is here. Uh, leave here. you're in trouble. So, go to state, another title. <laughs> I hope LeBron can find Captain Marvel, let me say. <clears throat> spoiler, word if, spoiler alert if you ain't a comic book fan. Yeah, let's move on easy. <clears throat> Yo, so uh, Dennis Smith Jr. in the mask, man. Um, so, Dennis Smith Jr. basically left the team. He's upset. He found out he was on the trade block. Um the Mavs coach reached out to him, put an open invitation to him to rejoin the team and told him that he's valued. Um, my question to you, Easy, is uh, Dennis Smith Jr. being too sensitive? Yes, he's being too sensitive. But what is he, like a 20, 20-year-old kid, 20, 21-year-old kid? Yes, he's yeah. – And I think about – and I try to put myself in these young dudes' shoes like – a lot of people like want to take it hard on them, but I remember being that age and around or around that age, and you get passed up on a promotion. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. And okay, you take it yeah. hard and you don't want to go to work, call off work the next day. I was that same type of person. So <laughs> I'm I, show them. Yeah, I'm gonna show them. Yep, yep. Yeah. So uh I understand his frustration, but I think this is a learning thing for him that this is a business. Yes, and the one thing I can respect about LeBron is that he took the power out of the GM's hands, as far as his yes. face, and he placing it his own. So I think that's, I think that's where Dennis Smith Jr. should look towards is, you know, how not to get screwed over by the business. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's a business, you know. Uh, you, that's a great point, Easy. Um, Pointing out that. LeBron James leaving Cleveland really shifted that power away from, I wouldn't say really away from anybody, but it put more power in the players by saying that, yes, you do have control over yourself and your brand. Because uh, after him, we've seen a lot more movements happen without, you know, people feeling the need to stay to one team. KD, I guess, was the next biggest one. But, uh, <clears throat> 
what I'm what I'm confused about this in regards to Dennis Smith Jr. is um I wonder what the mass or who the mass were going after uh packaging Dennis Smith Jr. Because Dennis Smith Jr. is a talent, man. He's a huge talent. I think he's young. He had a great season. I know he's having a little bit of a he had a slow start this year. But uh I wonder who they were trying to get. Did, did you see anything about who who because all I heard was he was on the block. And once he got on the block, he bounced. Uh, so I didn't hear if there was any deals they were trying to work out or if that was made public or anything. From what I heard was is that they was trying to package him and Wesley Matthews together okay, and, uh, to try to get something. And um, it didn't really work as far as the Bass plan, you know, as far as trading him, uh, tra- trading that package together. So – I heard they were trying to get something in turn for Dennis Smith Jr. as well as get rid of Wesley Wesley Matthews' contract, mm. and so it so, didn't really work that way, from what I've heard. So he was, oh wow, I kind of see why he was a little bit bitter about that one, man. Uh, it sounds like they want him packs him in like a throwaway deal almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get rid of Wesley, and oh yeah, here goes Dennis Smith Jr. Nice little carrot. When uh maybe he thought, which like me, um. Right, he could have kind of got a little bit more for him. Huh. But young fella, this is what you do, man. You take that trade, you show out on the next team, you audition. Hopefully, you get yeah. you know a big contract somewhere else, and you show out there. You know what I'm saying, and you create a you, legacy. You think anybody treat him better than Mark Cuban, man? Mark uh, Cuban treats them boys nice, man. He's probably the one. They treat him good. You probably, but I mean. I mean, you got San Antonio's good organization. You got oh, Golden State yeah. Warriors, good organization. From what I've been hearing, the Brooklyn yep. Nets are a good organization. They have turned it around. A lot of they've got rid of a lot of bad, you know. So, hey, Dennis Smith Jr., if you're looking to create a legacy, Brooklyn. Easy, easy, easy plugging for his squad, man. I like yes, it, man. easy. Yes. I like it. I really like it, man. But, yeah, man, Dennis Smith, take it. It's business, man. Play your game. Let all that stuff work out because you got enough talent, brother, to be a transcendent player in this league for a long time, no matter what jersey you're wearing. Right, yeah. So, hey, man, it's, just, it's business. They don't care about you. You know, they want to see ticket sales and and championships if they can get, you know, more so ticket sales than championships. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a business. You know, don't, don't get upset. Just show and prove. That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But uh hey <clears throat> love, I like to bring up this next conversation. Uh-oh. This next topic, you know, Uh-oh. to me it sounds preposterous. But <laughs> I've been seeing people post online that James Harden is more skilled than the one and only Michael Jeffrey. Jordan, my question to you is, do you agree with this statement or do you disagree? Easy. So I saw this also on uh, and actually got into a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a conversation, I say, with with, with uh, another user within this uh, NBA group. Um, and I will preface it, my my answer with this statement that just because someone is more skilled, we say someone is more skilled doesn't necessarily say that um, we we think they're greater. Case in point, the NBA game today, it's a proven fact 
that the NBA, I can't really say proven, but to me it's yeah. plain to see that the NBA game today is more skilled than it's ever been. A lot of that's due with the rules. A lot of that's due because of uh, players' ability to get access to better training at a younger age. So, but a lot of people would say would say that the the old NBA, you know, the old NBA era was a greater game to watch. Um, you know what I mean? So there you have an instance where, yeah, today's game is more skillful, but probably more people would prefer to watch yesterday's game when it was less skill involved. So well, I preface I say that to give you my answer that James Harden is more skilled than Michael Jordan. Is more can I ask you? Jordan. Can I ask you in what way is James Harden more skilled than Michael Jordan? So, uh, dribbling, um, shooting, uh, more skilled in shooting shot creations. Look at Jordan. Jordan was talented. Listen, Jordan's talent enough, but all his shots were straight up. It was fade away or straight pull up. I mean, Jordan would go down and and, uh, and poke on everybody. You know, in, when Jordan was a uh, younger Jordan or even in his prime, but. Um, James Harden, you can tell the way he the, the, the moves he gets, even though he's traveling a lot of times, he is way his his offensive game primarily is way more skilled than what Michael Jordan way and more. probably any player was back in that play. I say certain aspects of his game, like okay. the dribbling, the shooting, of uh, main ones. That, that okay. that's definitely more skilled. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. That's 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 it. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hear your your take on it. Okay, this is preposterous. Harden, <laughs> Harden. Soldier Boy. You know I hate this. So Soldier Harden. I hate to say it easy. Same dude that got his girl taken by Tristan Thompson. Harden. Oh, no, I'll play. All right, I'll play. Well. <laughs> 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 uh, James Harden, this is preposterous. This is shenanigans, and it's mind-blowing to me that people say this. And there's probably a troll who said this. But James Harden scores the ball one of three ways. He does his he does his little dribble moves. He does his traveling little step back where he shoots the three. That's one way. Or he dribbles past you and get the layup. That's the second way. Or he gives you a – or he uh, tricks you into fouling him. And he scores from the free throw line. One of three ways. Now, to look at James Harden, where he scores at, uh, he shoot for the season so far, he shot 553-point shots, right? That's how many field goals attend. At the rim, he has 242 shots at the rim. So... From 3 to 10, 3 to 10 feet, 136. From 10 to 16, 41 shots. From 16 to 3 point, to inside the 3 point, that's 19 shots. So he has really one of three ways of scoring. Now, when you talk about Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan has a post game. He has a bunch, he has a million moves inside of that post game. He can ISO you, drive to the lane on you, score at the rim, he can pull up. I mean, I, I look at the post game as a category because you say that he has a million moves within that within that post game. 
But when we talk about James Harden and you talk about driving past you, you do not mention the million moves he used to get to the bucket and to get those um, foul calls well, and uh, forces. Well, but, okay, let, let me ask you this then. Because you know when Michael Jordan played, there was a rule called hand checking. And there wasn't decent defensive three in the key. Right. So we're talking about when you talk with the older players about as far as hand checking, they'll let you know, like, when you're hand checking somebody, you pretty much control which way they can go. Where they go, right. Exactly. So let me ask you this. Would James Harden be as skilled with hand checking? So here's the thing. That's why I say that the rules are – the rules are is what allow players to become more skillful. So when Jordan was playing – you didn't really need a lot of, uh, like, I guess, crafty skill to get to the bucket. You needed strength. You needed control. So that's what I'm saying. So when you when you got strength and you got control, if you get somebody off the killer crossover and you get past them on that initial dribble, you got from then on what it takes to score is that strength to take that extra bump or strength to get that hand check that catches up with you when your player's out here and to finish your shot. So you're able to get up. You need less creativity to finish your shot or to get your shot off. As opposed to this this era where this era where when players practice, they don't have to – they get freedom of movement to work on those creative dribbles that you see now. Back in, you know, the day in the NBA, there was only a handful of players in the league at a time that really had creative dribbles, and we would know them. A lot of, you know um, um, – you know, Tim Hardaway, the killer crossover. The killer crossover was a great crossover, but what really was it as far as, you know, after that? It was a, a essentially, it was a really great fake cross setup crossover to go to the bucket. James Harden's in and outs, James Harden's footwork. Footwork is a big, a big deal when it comes to skill, man. And James Harden's footwork might be the element within his game that, puts them over Jordan, you know, that's easy to see. Well, you think his I, – I, I give you his ISO footwork, but let's look at Jordan's post footwork. Yeah, but James Harden don't got – we agree, James Harden doesn't have a post game. He doesn't have a post game. But see, but what I'm saying is Jordan can do what James Harden did as far as dribbling ISO. He can take you off the dribble. James Harden, that's his – he only scores one or two ways. That's off the dribble. Or he's, he's a little free traveling throws. step back. Or, yep. And free throws. And free throws, yeah. So when we say Jordan, Jordan has multiple ways of killing his opponent. He can drive past you. He can post you up. He can triple threat. He can pull up jumper. Uh, he can, he, and he can score at the rim, which was pretty much unstoppable when Jordan got to the rim. And it was a lot harder when Jordan got to the room. Oh yeah, had a lot more contact. But you don't. But you don't knock Jordan. So you're not James Harden for not being able to finish the rim. But you don't knock Jordan for being able to shoot three. Not being able to shoot threes. Well, uh, we'll see when you look at it. I think that that comes with time because when you look when Jordan got into college, there was no three point line. But when it, when he's in the, in the NBA, he couldn't shoot threes. He. The three, he played this whole career with the NBA. Well, this goes back to what Jordan said when they asked him about Clyde Drexler. And he said, and, they, and the reports was, well, Clyde is a much better three-point shooter than you. And Jordan corrected him. He said, no, Clyde is a better, better three-point shooter because I allow him to be. 
Mm. You know, yeah. And then he goes out and makes the record for most threes and a half, the six in the finals. The so, mythos of Jordan continues. We're still shouting mythos of Jordan for mythos. one game. The mythos of Jordan. I, oh my God, Jordan would never. <laughs> there would never be a player greater, Jordan, based on perception. Based on I'm perception. not. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say Jordan can't be dethroned. But I think the people who they're contending, uh, his contenders, I don't. I don't see there, it, the, but. but easy. There, 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 there is no way because a lot of Jordan's uh, mythos is built upon lack there of footage and access. There's footage, right? But not the footage we see from all the angles we have today where we can nitpick. Um, and then the access, right, where we can analyze every moment. Um, Jordan, he lived at a great time. He lived. And shine, he shined at a great time. He shined during the 90s. The 90s, man. His mythos was built up so great, I don't think that can ever be broken down. Because no matter who comes afterwards, if Zion Williams comes out here and he does crazy, amazing things, there will be just as many, just as many people that will praise him for the great things he accomplished. I guarantee, just because, like you say, we keep saying trolls, there will be just as many people who will have a voice because of social media to talk about all the things he does wrong and can't do. That was never, nobody ever did that with Jordan while he was playing. While he was playing. But when you look at it now, there's a lot of people trying to get rid of Jordan. Just like how they try to, just like how like people like to tarnish with Kareem, Wilt, um, Russell, how like people like to talk about their errors and how really, how they wouldn't be great in Jordan's era or whatever. Uh-huh. People uh-huh. like to throw, like to tarnish them, which I think is unfair because, like Jordan once said, they never got to play against each other, so we never yeah. know. Yeah. So, um, and you know, it, I when to me, like when you look at it, I when you look at the '90s and the defensive time, it's kind of hard to debate the fact that Jordan was scoring his outrageous scoring numbers in one of the most toughest defensive times. With the yeah. hand checking, no defensive three in the key. It's just what yep. Jordan did. It's kind of his his resume it will always be one of the top resumes. And it's hard to compare it to. So I mean you say mythos, it's kind of his, his the numbers, everything. But James Harden, LeBron, Russ, Russ, Westbrook, all these guys now have the the power of analytics. Yeah, that they yeah, can, yeah. They they true. can play with analytics. Uh, they they can look at their analytics and play with analytics, and you know, yeah, they I have that. That's a great so, point, man. It's a double edged sword. Yep, yep. And you know what? You know what's great about it, Easy, is that guys like you and I can have shows about these topics, never ending. And Shout talk out our stuff, right? Talk our stuff, man. Talk our stuff. Oh man. Well, I guess we're gonna we're gonna, you know, it's an ongoing you know, like we said, we can debate about it all day. Everybody can debate oh, yeah. about the skill stuff, but it's definitely an interesting interesting topic. And um man, um but I do hate to say it. You know I hate to say it. I think we went off I think we spent like a quite a, a few episodes going off about Harden and uh how uh you call him a uh heart what is it heart herring? Herring? Herring, yeah, James Herring. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and when we talk about skill, that's just on one no side D. of the ball. That's yeah. just on one side of the oh, ball. Oh, dang. 
Because if we bring up defense and other aspects. And that you know what is that might be I think I think a little bit we're kind of interpreting skill a little bit different, perhaps. You know what I mean? Because like when yeah. I when I talk about skill, like it ain't necessarily I'm trying to think of the right way to explain this. So when I talk about skill, I'm talking about like the advanced, the advanced usage of a dribble. You know what I mean? Like okay, when we talk I about the crossover, that in and yeah. out, that 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 footwork, not necessarily like the effectiveness of okay. the move. You know what I mean? That's I really what, what I'm getting at. But yeah, okay. Um, but that but that could feel but like I said, when I seen that on social media, that that all the comments had that same confusion because everybody was making great points. But at the end of the day, I felt like the initial comments was talking strictly about like um, the skill, you know, the 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 the, uh, the advancement, the advance of the, the, the advancement skill. Yeah, right. yeah. So I, I, I can see that. that. Okay, I can see that. But when you say skill player, first of all, they, they're only just talking offense. Yeah, yeah. That's and true. James Harden has the the benefit of looking at players before. James Harden seemed like a person who knows the rule book in and out, who stretches oh. the rule book. Oh my God! Stretches it, and all that. plays with it, takes yeah. advantage of it. He does it all, man. I, I hate, I hate. Well, I love you. We both agree. I think everybody in the world would agree that uh, they would, they would rather watch Michael Jordan play than James Harden. That is a fact. So that is a fact. I'd rather watch a paint and dry. Than oh, watch not James paint Harden. easy. Not paint. <laughs> Good Lord, paint. Like man, yeah. tell the Rockets they wasted all that money, man. Just get some paint. Just get some paint. No, no, let me take that back. But there's people that love James Harden. I, I just think yeah. he's, he's one. Of, he's like one of those people that always call foul when you're playing three <laughs> ball. You know, all oh, the worst. Uh, and, and wait to see if they miss the shot. If they yeah. miss the shot, then they go, "Oh, it's foul." What? Foul, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those troll type players, man. Uh, so. I couldn't imagine playing no pickup with him. Yeah, Good Lord, don't you touch him. Oh man, easy. Um, wow. That uh that's that's the uh that's the agenda. Um my brother, I think we we touched on everything, man. Um yeah. what uh what let's say uh what 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 are you looking for this week, man? Uh going into this week. What I'm looking for was I'm looking for two things, you know, my Brooklyn Nets. We just got another win. We're looking good. I, 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 I declared it last there, week. Yeah. I declared it last week. We're going for a fifth seed. I believe you were flying that flag preseason too, but I, I'm gonna go yes. ahead and throw that to you. I, think I said playoffs. Said, I said playoffs. You did say it, yes. And I and laughed. I said, wow, it's it, hey, it's looking good, man. It's as long as they don't have a Clippers fall off. Man, Doc had them boys overachieving, man. They look like my report card for like uh the first quarter through school. They look like I got all A's. I'm on an honor roll or projected oh, the first and midterm. Then, oh yeah, first midterm. First midterm. Yeah, quarter grade. I said, oh, oh yes, black, but thick. No, yeah, yeah. So. Oh man, mama, look, I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm be roll. Oh man, that whole two weeks, boy. Uh, what? McDonald's, you be living like a kid. Oh, you feel me? Feeling smart. It was awesome. I do, though. Yeah, you do. Then repeat that but, same process. Oh, yeah. Let me so. tell you, cons- consistency is a different animal. Yeah, we should be talking about good grades. But another thing I'm looking at is the Utah Jazz. Who quietly crept into the playoffs in the West, yep. and they're quietly eight and two in their last ten games. 
If they had been balling under the watch radar. Them. Watch them. So, watch them. They're tough. And they give, they give the Warriors some fits, man. They give the Warriors they fits. Do. The Warriors run into them uh, first round. Watch out, man. We might see a different uh, Western Conference Finals, which I would be so happy for. Me too. The Jazz. So, the Jazz and the Nuggets. That oh, the Nuggets, NBA's that's our squad. Worst. Yeah, that is the NBA's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, the Nuggets, boy. Jazz, Jazz and the, the Nuggets. Nuggets, Western Conference Finals. Yeah, shout out my cousin Freeze out there in Denver, man. He, uh, I was talking to him earlier this week about his Nuggets, man. He's a huge LeBron James fan. So we talked back and forth about uh, Bron Bron a lot. And uh, so I asked him, hey, yo, man, what's up with your Nuggets? And he's real optimistic about them. So okay. that'd be really cool if they could uh, make a run. I might, hey, cuz, you might have to send me a ticket out there, bro. You work for the airline, too. Fly your cousin out there. Courtside seats. Let's do it, man. Let's well, do it. But if the Lakers face the Jazz, I mean, if Lakers face the Nuggets, who do he? who is he going for? Ooh, he's going, oh, man, I think we had this conversation before, and I think it's LeBron. Where does your way, loyalty man. lie? What it's is LeBron, your loyalty baby. Line? It's LeBron. He's it's going LeBron. LeBron over his city. Gotta, I got to ask him. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask wow. him, man. That, maybe that's a good topic. That's a good topic. NBA. Because the NBA is a player's league. You know what I mean? It is. Uh, so do we value the team over player or what? And maybe we'll bring him on for an interview. Who knows, man? We'll see. We might have to make that happen, man. We might, yeah, we might have to, man. Because I'm just curious to know, where does his loyalty lie? I thought he said with, LeBron, but it could. I don't know. He, at the time his, he said it, the Nuggets wasn't balling like this. So, <laughs> is it his city's hometown? I want to know where your loyalty is. It your hometown, or is it with the person you never even met? Don't even know. <laughs> don't know. You. Where does like it my, lie? Oh, it's interesting. We have to we have to check that one out, man. That's an interesting point because uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I can't really, I can't even answer like legitimately because I, I, I yeah, I. Lived in the city my whole life where we never had an NBA team during my lifetime. Right. So uh, I've always been player-oriented. But uh, having somebody that lives in the city, um, who is a fan of that team, because I know you live in Chi-Town, but you are not a Bulls fan. You're Nets fan. Not at all. Not at all. So, uh, Nets, that's why I picked the team. So everybody knows you go. You know, where my loyalty lies is with the Nets. You now, know? what about player, Easy? We know you, your, your, your loyalty lies with the uh, – with the, the well, team your loyalty lies. Well, what about player? What, what about well, player? I say this, you know, my my favorite three players right before Kobe retired was number one was Kobe, it was number two Kevin Durant, and number three was Steph Curry. Them two boys, Curry and Durant, I was rooting for them when they was in college at Texas and Davidson. Mm. Now, ever since they made that move to Golden State, oh. they're not my guys anymore. I can't root for them. Yeah. Now, if KD left, he could be my boy once again. Especially oh, if he come to the Nets. Oh, if he but, came to the Nets, oh man, would you get a tattoo? If KD goes to the Nets, easy. <laughs> would you get a KD tattoo or some type of tattoo? It. You know, I won't say put his name on your on your body, but would you get some type of tattoo that will symbolize that move? I didn't got my mama name tattooed on me, so I'm <laughs> forget that. I I'll root for it, but forget that. I'll root for it. I'll buy a jersey. All right. I, that's the, I buy one of them Brooklyn Biggies KD jerseys. But other than you, that, you know, last episode uh, I had the uh, Jordan Laney jersey um, up here. Um, but you know, I do not own a LeBron James jersey. You do not. No, really. Because, and this is why because I keep hitting. You switch that, teams so much. 
That could be a poor say some money. Uh, but <laughs> I keep hitting to my wife about, you know, hey, I would like a LeBron James jersey. Just so I have like a cool Christmas gift other than uh, drawers or some socks. And uh <laughs> hasn't happened yet. We'll see, man. But you know, uh let me let me tell you what I'm be looking for this week. Uh this All week right. I am going to be looking for uh the LeBron James to be Better health news from Le- LeBron James for sure. Uh, also watching that, uh, watching that Carmelo. Uh, what what happens to Carmelo and his new oh. acquired free agency? Um, so that's going to be really interesting. Uh, but also, um, I want to uh, before we get out of here, man. I want to give a shout out to uh, um, Barbara Love, uh, my mom, who uh, put on a great. Uh, Salute, Miss Love. King celebration. As um, always. As always. Again, 14th year. So shout out to Barbara Love. Uh, awesome stuff. Uh, but uh, for all you folks out there, thank you for everyone that uh, dropped in to check us out. Um, you re- Remember, you can get a copy of this uh, podcast on any platform that you listen to podcasts. Uh, we recommend Anchor. Check us out on Anchor, uh, but also Google Podcasts, um, iTunes. iTunes. Yeah, wh- wh- whatever, wherever you can find us. And then be on the lookout on our YouTube page. Uh, we had not got up last week's episode yet, but uh, we're going to work on that. We're going to get that up. So both of these episodes, last week's episode, episode 12 and episode 13, should be up this week. Uh, tomorrow, you'll be able to get the podcast audio. Um, but uh, thanks again for joining us, everybody. Uh, Easy, you got anything you want to say to the people, man? Yeah, man. Me and my boy A Love back in the day, two former class clowns, cutting up in class, acting the fool. We've grown up to be full adults, speaking our minds on news, rumors, and everything NBA. This is the NBA in the, in the back of the class NBA podcast. This is your boy Easy. This A Love. All right, peace. Peace.